Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of This Game Where with me, Ashley, and that one. Chris. Hello. Yes. Chris. You sounded like Confirmed. A... Correct. You sound like a very smooth radio DJ then it threw me. Did I? You yeah. said that a couple of times and that throws me because that's not what I'm going for. If I, I'm anything but smooth. Hello everyone. I'm a rough old bear. Welcome to another episode of Jazz. Is that what you think a, a smooth radio DJ sounds like? Yeah, I was thinking out of a Quentin Tarantino film. Well, well I'm sorry for you. <laughs> Tarantino, just about the most overrated filmmaker in the world, but it's not a film podcast. I'm reading so... Ant Kind at the moment by Charlie Kaufman, and there are a few aside about Quentin Tarantino in that the book is about a film critic but I think Charlie Kaufman can well I don't know I may be supposing too much but I suspect that the film critic persona of the hero of the book maybe lets Charlie Kaufman vent some of his own ideologies but I might be completely missing the mark there and it's just all made up for lols. Tarantino is not a genius how about that? He is an arrested adolescent boy. <laughs> and if you listen to him talk about films for any length of time, it becomes quite obvious. The most obvious it's ever been for me was when he was in the same room with Robert Rodriguez and Kevin Smith talking about Clerks and trying to tell Kevin Smith how he should have opened his film. Mm. And it is the most prepubescent drivel I've ever heard. How should he have opened Clerks, Clarks then? You, you're asking me to recount an anecdote that's not mine, but basically it was with a, I can't remember what they call it, but with a, like a yesterday across the bottom of the screen or mm-hmm. something, a flash text type, type thing. And it was nonsense. I'll show you the interview. That would be much better uh, than me trying to put across it i've got it i on a on a dvd i think it's on the clerk's 10th anniversary special but as you said we're not here to talk about films no we're, yet you made me did here, you make me i don't think you did i think i jumped in two feet first we're here to talk about a ruddy game so what game have you brought today mm, we are so today i've gone down a different a slightly strange avenue well not a slightly strange avenue but one that you maybe aren't familiar with so um it's this game where you take on the role of a cell roving around a petri dish trying to eat other cells to allow you to grow and become dominant. Sounds gross. Hmm. No, I've got a clue what it is. Nope. Uh, so it's it's a game called agar.io. Nope. Or as I call it, agario. Nope. No, you don't know it. You look very perplexed. <laughs> it just sounds it sounds like nothing I've ever heard of before. It, it's a Okay, you've probably played a game like it before. So, um Agar or agar.io is actually a, a browser game and agar.io is a website. It is is the address for the game. What's up? I'm, I'm just thinking there's a I have played a game called slither.io. It's like a, a Slitherio. Sna- yeah, it's a yeah. snake clone. What, does that dot .io does that mean something? Yeah. So .io is the um end what do they call it? The pre the suffix. Yeah. .io is the suffix for the British Indian Ocean Territories. Right. Is this one of those So where... .co.uk is the UK yeah, yeah, yeah. suffix. This it's... is for the British Indian Ocean Territories. So what's the 
Um, why are you asking me really aren't you you're asking me why is slither.io well, using that why is agar.io using it well, I was going to say why, what the myst- what's the mystique what's the attraction behind it but I'm guessing it's going to be something like I remember reading years ago when the internet first started that Tuvalu had the suffix .tv so loads of TV shows were registering as being Tuvalu yes. for that reason mm. so I'm, I'm guessing there's a link with that however i don't know what the dot io could possibly correspond to right well i thought it was something clever like when you look at a an on switch you've got that zero with a one in it and i i thought that the io was supposed to be one and zero like binary representative of the on off switch type thing and it turns out that the actual reason that a lot of people's latched onto i.io was because the british indian ocean territories is largely populated these days by an american military base so there aren't actually that many people buying domains oh, so it's cheap for .io well it's cheap and it's also unpopulated so whereas you might struggle to get this game where .co.uk or whatever you might find that it's very easy to get this gameware.io because oh, nobody okay. lives there in order to to grab it. So games that have .io, yes, you'll probably get it cheaper anyway. Um, but also it's because there are f- so many unclaimed names. Right. So if your if your game has got a name that is familiar, then you could probably get the .io, whereas you wouldn't be able to get the .com or the .co.uk or the even the .org or the .net. Right. So yeah, that seems to be the primary reason that people ha- have gravitated towards it. But actually, it has become the .io ending has become synonymous to some extent with quite experimental um, online, often multiplayer, often massively multiplayer gaming. And one of the things that spawned out of that as well, I believe, is itch.io. Are you familiar with itch.io? No. It's like a storefront type thing for independent games but superly niche independent games a lot of the time such as you you get well you get a lot of the time the things that are being sold on itch are the product of a game jam okay so like you know you might get a half finished um game jam project prototype being sold for 99p or something on itch you do also at the same time have a very broad array of indie games as well so i think we've mentioned a short hike in the past that's on Mm. there i'm not going to go through an exhaustive list of games that are on itch.io but basically it's a storefront for independent games which has a penchant penchant i always feel silly saying that with the uh, French I think, inflection, but the, a penchant. I think I'll say penchant, but that's anglicising yeah. it and also doesn't sound right now. You draw attention to that. No, and I always feel silly saying penchant, but it's, uh, I believe it's supposed to be said penchant, um, or, or more French than that even, but I'm... Anyway, let's let's put that aside. Yeah. They have a penchant for, for hosting and, produ- uh, uh, and pushing um, experimental gaming. And the IO, the .io is part of that. So um, you get lots and lots of games, which we're going to come to later. You've already mentioned Slitherio mm. or Slither.io, um, which I've had more of more than my fair share of time playing as well. Agar.io predates that by a couple of years, I think. Agar, do you understand what's going on from my description of Agar.io? Or a- I'm going to call it Agar from now on. Is, is Agar water in another language no agar Mm. is a jelly right so when you when you do a a science experiment that involves bacteria or fungus or something like that they need a need i think it's called a substrate uh to live on and to 
uh, to flourish on. So an agar is a type of jelly that can be infused with nutrients and then you scrape using very special techniques that I did learn how to do when I did biology. All right. You scrape your bacteria or fungus onto the surface of the agar and then the, the cultures of those bacteria or fungus grow on, on the surface of the agar and you can look at them and identify them and so on. So agar is the jelly. You clearly did a lot more at GCSE biology than I did. I, all that, I was bio, that was that was a level oh okay yeah i I binned off biology all sciences as soon as i possibly could well more for you not interested agar.io i said that i was going to just call it agar from now on and now yeah. i definitely will agar is a game where you play a cell you start off very very small and then by moving around the petri dish that you're in you get very big and you do that by eating nutrients and eating other cells the other cells are other human players okay so you could have depending on how many people are playing at the time you could have hundreds of people all playing in that same game oh, that sounds fun all trying to eat you and all and, and you trying to eat all of them that is the game that is as simple as that it, you, you just rove around trying to get big enough to eat other cells that are slightly bigger than you at the moment and everyone loves the the fortnight the battle royale type thing at the moment yeah so this is one of the reasons that i thought agar was worth talking about because actually it was battle royale before battle royale existed or or certainly before fortnite popularized it Mm. because fortnite i think isn't it from like the mid 90s well yeah there's battle there's battle royale in that sense as well the um the japanese cult classic not so cult anymore but that never battle royale in in gaming terms is sort of this very massively multiplayer yeah experience where you all take trying to take each other out or or at the very best you're working in squads to to take other squads out agar does that in 2015 this was released in april 2015 where Fortnite, I think, was 2017, somewhere around there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so it's two years. Predates Fortnite by about two years. And off the back of it, you have things like Slither.io, which is another very popular free-for-all, dog-eat-dog style, take out whoever you can and and reap the benefits game. Slither's snake, is that right? Yeah, so if we we just shelve that for a moment, we'll come back round to Slither, because Slither, I I actually really like Slither. Agar was the first of these IO games. I think it was actually the first, but it could well be that I've got that slightly wrapped around my neck. If anybody can correct me on that, then please do. While you're at it, though, please do share our podcast. Please do like our podcast. Please do review our podcast. Send it to people that like the stuff that you like, because they might like this, okay? So yes, moan at me for getting things wrong, but also maybe do us a little bit of a favour at the same time. Especially if you know any microbiologists that'd be really interested in this game. Potentially. I don't know how I don't know how accurate it is to, to the way oh, things really work. I, I expect not very. However, Agar, I believe, was the first IO game and therefore it popularized this idea of dot io represent being representative of this experimental indie scene in game creation it's not the last and we'll we'll talk about a few of the things that have come out of that scene later okay it has a bit of a dubious past okay so i didn't before i did the research for this episode i didn't know anything about it other than the fact that it was a game that i quite enjoy playing and that very recently i've got back into playing in my like off moments while i'm having my dinner I might have a little go on agar. So just to clarify, it's a, a browser game that you can play for free? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. You can actually get on Android and iOS as well as, a, as an actual app. And the reason you can do that is because it was released in April 2015. Dubious history 
upcoming. The maker of this game, Matias Matias Valadares, uh, Brazilian, he released this game to 4chan okay and that was the first release of the game now to me that suggest that has certain connotations yeah and certain suggestive yeah it's suggestive of certain things that don't necessarily align with my worldview but i don't know for sure what actually is going on now i don't know why he made that choice what it's reflective of what I do know is that it was released there and then it was picked up by Miniclip shortly after. It was then, it was already very popular and it was gaining traction very, very quickly across the internet by word of mouth. It was sort of like the Arctic Monkeys of <laughs> of, game, of of browser games because it started off as nothing and very quickly became something very, very big. Overnight success is, is putting it mildly. So big that I had not heard of it up until recording this episode, but... Well... Yeah, but that's not unheard of. You are like an old man, aren't you? It has been said, yeah. Yeah, so you you find it difficult to keep up with the children. I think that's how you say it, isn't it? To sound cool. <laughs> Definitely. You don't. You can't keep up with the children, the young ones. I saw an, an article in the paper at the weekend about there being a student's the use of emojis, and it had the top ten emojis used by old people and the top ten emojis used by young people. And crying, laughing will be number one for the oldies uh yeah and it was for the youngies it was the crying laughing but where the it's rolled over oh right okay i would have said that's old people out of the 10 emojis that old people use i use at least three of them on a fairly regular basis i don't use emojis so what does that say about me i like the thumbs up one i just think the thumbs up one's funny but that now makes me feel old so um hey ho. Mm, no i don't i use the words still so i'm giving you a thumbs up right now how old school i don't is that? like it your thumb looks alien i don't like it put it down <laughs> um it was it was then picked up so it was picked up by miniclip are you familiar with miniclip they they have a heritage what a do past. You, what do you think the answer that's going to be that's sad because you know we were talking so this this is like the sequel basically uh, which which might tell you how well it's going to perform but this is basically the sequel to our neopets and flash episode that we did in 2020 i did wonder when you started talking about this website and being browser based i did wonder if there was some correlation between that so there is to some extent miniclip actually existed in that period of flash games and actually that's where they made their made their name and their money because they were a huge purveyor of, of flash games all of them free all of them browser based and miniclip are still around and they and in 2015 they they picked up agar and it was getting successful getting successful and then uh, pewdiepie who you yep. know the, who that is, don't you? I know that person. Yeah, was he the guy that was yeah. hanging out with the dead bodies in the woods and then got into all sorts of hot weather? No, bother? that was that was Logan Paul, I think. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I think that was Logan Paul. And then there's Jake Paul, who's his brother. Um, but PewDiePie is one of those one of those uh, people, uh, uh, Logan Paul alike. Although he was the first one, so maybe they're PewDiePie likes. Um, he, he's a very popular plays games on youtube he took it up and played it over the course of a few weeks made a load of so funny videos about it and obviously as you can imagine everything skyrocketed from there and it became extremely extremely popular like five lots of arctic monkeys all going at it at once that's i think that's what pewdiepie is grim um well that's I, my understanding of it anyway i've learned how i always thought it was pewdiepie so i've learned something new tonight i i don't know that i'm saying that right but i pretty i'm pretty sure i am how old do we sound at least i know who it is 
At least I know these things, Chris. Come mm, on. True. Yeah, so so that is all quite of a of a kind, all of that history. And then it and then it gets weirder because two thousand fifteen there was a Turkish general election. <laughs> right. How on earth does that figure in with this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there was a Turkish general election and the game, Agar, was so popular in Turkey that it became a political battleground in Turkey. And there were supporters of different so you know about Turkey, don't you? You know that President Erdogan is the current leader of, of Turkey. Nope. Right, well, President Erdogan, he, he's a somewhat, I mean, putting it mildly, he is, he is a bit right-wing and has some slightly right-wing ideas and ideals. Agar ended up being this political battleground in what was a snap election called by President Erdogan in which his party uh, came out on top. There were people, supporters of various parties going on agar and having it out on agar what, through like <laughs> which a, is weird. A, through a chat function or or through just well no because there is no chat function yes through attacking each other through trying to take each other out you can name your cell so it, uh, if okay. i played it i might call it ashley or something amazingly you know you know how creative i am when it comes to naming characters in games i might call mine ashley they would call theirs the name of the political party that they want to represent then they would have it out and there would be and it was it was masses of people and they would work in teams to try and take out the other the opposing political party on agar it got to such a point where actually politicians from these different parties had agar cells on their political posters so like there'd be posters up in the streets or posters being put through people's doors presumably if it works at half in any way like our political system works all these posters had agar cells on the on the posters the way i understand it you have to get in order to enter parliament in in turkey you have to get 10 a 10 percent there's a 10 percent threshold if you hit the 10 percent threshold you will end up with representatives in parliament right so there was the they they had like they had a cell an agar cell with the name of their party and it would be absorbing it would be eating a cell that had 10 percent on it to represent mm. taking the uh, making it over the 10 percent threshold which is strange would you say <laughs> yeah i mean like for, for a game to release and then become a political hot, hotbed like that generally speaking politicians do the whole go on telly and having a debate and calling each other bad names essentially what it boils down to or saying that yeah well they said that but we're going to do this and we're better vote for us to have those battles non-verbally and just through my blob can eat your blob no i don't think that it was the politicians so that's where there's well, maybe were, a slight that's what, but they were they were engaging okay, in my, it with their political propaganda okay rather than saying my party is better than your party they're saying my party's better than your party because I've eaten your blob on this online game. Yeah, it was a way to. It was a manifestation of of political difference, uh, which I just I don't get it particularly, except for the fact that there is a, to me there's a certain picture being painted of what Agar what was happening with Agar, and to to some extent it seems like it was a place for alt right voices, even though you don't speak, even though there is no chat function for people to express those alt-right views that they held without having any comeback. Mm. Case in point, you can put a skin onto your chat, onto your cell, so you can make your cell look like various things. And one of the things that was available, even when Miniclip had taken it over, was a swastika. Oh. Yes. So I didn't know any of this. (laughs) 
Uh, it's interesting, I think. I hope you agree. It was all very new to me when I was finding it out. And so there was a swastika. And a fan of Agar who lived in Germany pointed out on Reddit to the community around Agar that the swastika and Nazi symbolism is banned in Germany. Mm. And that maybe the devs could remove the swastika for Germans only. I mean, so, like, they it, could put in a bit of code. His idea... Maybe you don't have it at all. How about that? Yeah, I mean that—that's where my mind less lies <laughs> as well. That's where—that's where I've landed with it quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the this this person, I I thought more than reasonably suggested that the developer might limit the use of the swastika in the game when it's when a German player is playing. In so much as like a lot of the cells, they're just like coloured blobs. Um, some of them are skinned. So if if there was a one that had been skinned with something that was illegal in Germany, that skin could just not appear yeah. on a German player's screen. But unfortunately, the the developer themselves, Matthias, came onto the thread and gave them just a single word answer: no. Again, I don't know that 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 could mean all sorts of things. Maybe he's a libertarian and ultra free speech advocate um in which case well i i don't agree with it but there we go what i'm what i'm basically saying without saying it is that there are ways to interpret that that, mm. that my mind does jump to less charitable interpretations of that single word answer no but that there are potentially other ways that that no could be taken that aren't quite as stark mini clip in the end stepped in and they took that out of the game in yeah. altogether so that that doesn't exist but it does seem to have it seems to have a background it seems to have a history that seems to associate it quite strongly with a right-wing views and the alt-right i didn't know any of this yeah i'm very hesitant to try this game now yes right well I'm, I'm, i've I'm, been I'm, on it I, I'm frightened. I, I didn't need i was playing this two weeks ago and i still didn't know it i still didn't know any of this i only know this because i have prepared for the episode and i've looked into into what what how it came about and all that um it, it also just to put the cherry on the cake it also appeared in episode 48 of house of cards oh with it, everyone's favourite. Was was Kevin Spacey playing it? He was. Apparently he was briefed on it by a Republican op- opponent. And they commented on how... And this is after the 2015 Turkish election. They they commented on how the cells eating each other is like, political oppo- uh, like politics in America. Whereby uh, in order to become president you have to eat the smaller um the smaller dogs in the race and until you get get to be big enough to be president and so metaphorically yeah. i assume or figuratively yeah metaphoric metaphorically possibly i you never know no but yeah so it was in that so that's all of the dubious history that's all the dubious background I, i'm gonna tell you now why i like the game despite all of that and and in ignorance of all of that frankly because i didn't know anything about any of that even just one of those links would have been quite dubious in amongst itself yeah i know all of it together all of it together paints a sketchy picture yeah yep <laughs> however the game is very zen there you go <laughs> right good well so, I'm, I'm pleased Just, this is a game you, you said it's about you said it's about having your small cell you're eating your other cells i've got this sort of images of it being quite like katamari damacy in terms of you getting um, bigger and bigger in a way in a way that so i used to play a game called 
I think it was called Fish Frenzy or Feeding Frenzy, and that was a, a pop cap game. And right. you were a you were a little fish, and you swam around this aquarium with other fish, and you ate you you swam into the other fish, and they ate the fish, and you would get slightly bigger, and then you'd eat another fish, you get slightly bigger, and then every other fish, every fish that you ate, you got bigger and bigger and bigger until you were the biggest fish in the pond in the aquarium right and that's that is that is just a different version of this this is even more abstracted though in so much as you are just a blob and you get bigger by eating the other blobs but this game actually this genre has existed for a long time there's been lots of different iterations of it one that one that was called osmos or osmos which was well regarded but not particularly well taken up so people didn't really buy it haven't you're looking like you seem seem to think that's familiar i've i'm sure i've got that on steam i'm sure i bought that as part of in humble you might well. at some point mm, yeah that sounds that sounds about right so this is that game yeah, i don't remember it might have been a game that i played for 10 minutes and then didn't ever play again or maybe, maybe. I just didn't touch it at all but i've definitely got that on my steam library it's a genre that I've enjoyed for a long time since I was um, since I was a teenager. Basically, playing mini clip games and pogo and pop cap games. Um, one of them being Feeding Frenzy, which was um, this game but skinned as as fish instead of blobs. Um, and the reason that I like it is because there's a Zen element to it. Like you are just focused. You have one goal, and the goal is to get bigger. Um, and that's it. And certainly in this iteration of it, in certain agar the the way that you float around this white background um it's it's just very stripped back and spare in a good way when you get bigger you you float slower and all you've got to focus on is your blob and the other blobs around you and make sure you don't get eaten Mm. very straightforward and for that very zen and you said you played this two weeks ago do you play it often or is that was that just a a sudden interest two weeks ago yeah it was um two weeks ago so i played it when it came out supposedly when all this hubbub about this stuff in turkey was going on i was probably playing it at that time but i don't remember it ever coming up for in my experience i don't remember any of this i don't remember it happening for me when i was playing it so you never knowingly played against any turkish political parties no not knowingly but then i wouldn't know i wouldn't know (laughs) no fair (laughs) i I certainly wouldn't have known then to to have commented on it but i even now i'd probably be hard pressed to know what who i was playing against because it's fairly anonymous you just name your thing and you know i'm not looking out for turkish political parties or anybody really just floating around trying to eat things be the blob yeah it also has um you know those games where the barriers to entry are so low and the cost of losing at it so so low that you just you you die or whatever and you just go oh, i'll just have one more game maybe i'll do a bit better it's that it's got that element to it as well addictive not, that's the wrong word yeah it, it's not a, yeah it is the wrong word to some extent it's just like it's easy to roll from one game to the next because it feels so inconsequential you can just pick it up and just if you die just start go just do another one and then you're about to square yeah. one float around being a blob again rinse and repeat yeah exactly at okay. the same time it has a top 10 list and i frequently can get into the top 10 list mm-hmm. and when you get into the top 10 list and you stay there for a little while it can feel a little bit you can feel a little bit aggrieved if you get eaten because you were one of the biggest in the pond no one should have been able to eat you so you jump in again to try and get bigger and get back into the top 10 list or whatever so yeah but at the same time it's not addictive because in in the sense that you mean because it's easy to break that chain like i i can play four or five times in a row do well twice and then 
stop playing. So it's not addictive in that regard. It's just that it, it's easy to chain game to game. It's rewarding. Is that a better word, perhaps? There, it does feel slightly rewarding and satisfying to, mm. to get to top top 10. It's quite nice. So shall we scrape the petri dish of our conversation there, put it to one side and see if I can break into the top 10? I suspect I won't. We can have a go. I apologise if you if it's suddenly become rampantly racist or something like that. I overnight. I assume that it's tamped down all of that. I think it's I think it's all but disappeared. If it is there, it's it's flying deeply below my radar. But maybe this is going to be an education for me, and you'll tell me that it's all racist. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's go. So that's agar.io, or agar, as I said that I was going to call it. <laughs> and then forgot. Uh, and have forgotten every single time I've said the episode, uh, said the name. What are your feelings, Christopher? As yeah. if I can't tell. Yeah, it's all right, isn't it? It's a bit harmless fun. Knockabout fun. That's that. I'm, I'm never going to yeah. never gonna go and play it again. But for the, <laughs> for the few minutes I spent playing it tonight... It was all right. Yeah, exactly. I will be playing it again, I'm, I'm sure, because it's the sort of thing that, like, when I'm up to my neck in something and the, the something is difficult or stressful or whatever, like, work-wise, uh, that is the thing that I go to when I work predominantly the computer. So if I don't want to step away from the computer, I will find something like that to, to spend 10 minutes on to yeah. just detox from the from the whatever it is that i'm doing whereas that's the point um, I, I go downstairs and make a cup of tea to have a break from the screen if i want to have a little bit of downtime yeah sometimes for me if i step away from the computer i take too long to come back oh, so, it's physically dragging yourself back to it yeah yeah i can see that and that's the that's the context that i play in but i actually i think well for one let me ask you is that game what you were expecting based on what i described and explained in the first half i i imagined it being more green bacteria type blobs rather than colored circles when you said about being petrodish but that's probably just me misunderstanding and misinterpreting what okay. you said um it was very colorful which was nice. I wasn't expecting that. I the, the core gameplay is very simple and and easy to play. There are some people in there who are clearly very skilled. There's, you said there's two basic moves you can do. So you can fire, you can fire if you get big enough. You can fire smaller blobs of yourself to other people to sort of appease them and sacrifice parts of yourself to hope they go away. Or you can press space to split into two. And I, I did that both of those moves a few times and couldn't really get to grips with the base with, with how to do them basically right so i just okay. spent my time drifting around getting bigger yeah well i that's actually the bit that i like the most yeah that's the bit i got around. the most fun out um, of when you get big when you get nice and big and round you move a lot slower so it's sort of like a space whale floating yeah. through the void that's how it feels to me and that's why i said it was sort of like zen like mm. because you, you're moving very slowly and everything's happening around you and you're too big for anything to really affect so there's all these people busying themselves rushing around collecting little blobs and you're just floating along floating along they can't do anything to you and yeah it's it's all a bit it's quite relaxing and relaxed until you get eaten by something bigger and then the flip side of that in the game i played there were well whoever's number one 
was absolutely enormous and I saw them in the corner of the screen drifting past really slowly and I got really frightened and turned the other way. But the sheer scale of it, and it, it was like you just said, like a space world, this this enormous giant lumbering past really slowly, it really did jolt me. It was quite surprising. I mean, you got to remember that it's all taking place in a petri dish. Yeah. So they're all as they're all big enough for you to step on. Every single one of them. True. So yeah, don't worry. All don't right. lose I'm, any sleep over it. I'm safe. What I was alluding to is obviously it's got a bit of a storied past, this game. Mm-hmm. As far as what I've relayed in the first half. And it just doesn't seem like the sort of game that would strike me as appealing to Turkish politicians. No. For one. Even in terms of putting it on your poster, really what you're doing is putting two full stops of varying sizes and colours. Just two extra full stops on your poster. I could make an agar.io poster <laughs> on Microsoft Word. I wouldn't even yeah. need to have publisher. So yeah, it's it's a funny old it's a funny old thing to have happened for a game that for for all intents and purposes is quite innocuous and harmless. Mm. And as you say, I don't know if you did say this word, but it's a little bit throwaway. Yeah. In terms of, and that that is exactly my relationship to it. Like, there are games for me where I sometimes ache to play them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I yearn for them. That's a good word. Um, I, I said that in a bit of a weird, sexy way. So, let's take that back. <laughs> Zelda Breath of the Wild was one of them. Every day I wanted to play Zelda. And whatever I was doing during the day, I was thinking about playing Zelda later on. Stardew Valley. I know it's not up your alley. <laughs> Oh, bit of rhyming. Didn't mean to do that, but it was there now. It's on the record. Uh, Stardew Valley was another one of them where every evening I would want to play that game. And Hannah was the same. And they come around very uh, on a on a semi-regular basis. I'm not making the argument that Agar.io is that. What I am making the argument for is that it's a nice little filler game for if you need 10 minutes of actual downtime. Yeah. It's like the EastEnders of the internet gaming world it lets you turn your brain off and go with the flow quite literally in this case yeah you're right with that and that also extends to the controls actually because it's just a case of the the blob you're controlling following the mouse cursor so all you're doing is moving the mouse cursor around and that's itself is actually quite relaxing really isn't it yeah yeah i think i really do think so i've rediscovered this game uh, I think I said this in the in the first half, maybe, but um, I'll it might bear repeating. I've rediscovered this game in the last couple of weeks. I hadn't played it since about 2015. I have no idea why it popped into my head, but it was just a it was just a moment of oh, there's that game that I used to play. Maybe that maybe that's a way to just turn off for a moment. Mm. So I went and had a go on it, and I've played it several times since. Are there any games? So th- this isn't necessarily your cup of tea, and you said that actually. A cup of tea is your cup of tea. It is, for, yes. For those moments of <laughs> moving away from your computer. Are there any games that you you have a, the kind of relationship that I'm sort of etching out for you in in Agar? Uh, I have recently rediscovered in the last couple of weeks What the Golf as being a game that I can just pick up and you're into a level within 20 to 30 seconds of turning the switch on and the levels are so bite-sized that... Yeah. And... Each level is different. So that is probably my equivalent of that, of, of what you're talking about. I don't really have those times where I'm sat at the computer uh, trying to get a break from it. And like I said, if, if I do, I'm going 
and a cup you of tea. You pop for a cup of tea. Yeah. Mm. It's like in part life, isn't it? I'll go and have a cup of tea and think about leaving the house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And yes, I think it is just what the golf really. Tapped out was, I wondered whether oh. uh, tapped out was one of your things. Because obviously I, I remember you explaining that you played that every day, <laughs> every morning, in fact. That no, it was I, um, part of your... That's Plants vs. Zombies. That's part of my morning routine. Oh, Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, yeah no, even more so. Yeah. Tapped That's out. That's one that you could tap into and tap out of. I didn't mean to say that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Tapped out was part of my daily routine, but I, I managed to wean myself off because I was starting to get quite heavily into it. Yeah. But Plants vs. Zombies, actually, that would be that would be a good candidate because you could drop in, have a 10-minute go, mm. do a level, and drop out, back uh, out. Actually, Similarly, I think... Actually, in Plants vs. Zombies is one I sometimes play while waiting for the kettle to boil for making a cup of tea. There so you go. So actually, you do yeah. have one. It's just hidden behind the cup of tea ritual. Yes. So, yeah. So, agar.io is my Plants vs. Zombies. It's not as good as Plants vs. Zombies, but it serves a purpose and mm. helps me. It's helpful to me. Um, the other aspect of this game that I just want to touch on, and I've alluded to it in the first half, is that this was the start of something as well. So this was the start of this idea of games being related to the .io mm. suffix. I can't think of the actual word. I don't know what those are called in domain name. parlance. Well, the whole thing's a domain name, isn't it? But it, don't worry about it. We don't need to know. Where they're suffix- suffixes as mm. far as we're concerned. Don't find out. I'll don't be, worry I'll, about I'll it. I want to know because it's going to bug me otherwise. Yeah, it's just called suffix. Internet domain suffix. Okay. This was the start of the .io suffix becoming sort of a game-related suffix and, and being that sort of shorthand for independent experimental gaming. And it led to a number of places, a number of different types of games. Ma- Matthias Val- uh, Valadares, I think I'm remembering that correctly. Matthias Valadares uh, has made more games. One called Flor- Florio, F-L-O-R-R.io, which is an interesting, strange game where you are a smiley face who goes around and attacks bugs and things. So like little bees and caterpillars and those bees and caterpillars, they have little things hidden inside them like peas and leaves and then they can be used to power up your character that sounds lovely it does kind of sound lovely doesn't it you should have a little look at that one obviously we've mentioned you mentioned in fact slither.io or slitherio as i always called it which is actually one of my favorite versions of this dog eat dog get bigger game i don't know what they are actually called every time you say that i think of a line from the american office where michael scott thought it was doggy dog it's a doggy dog world doggy dog well that's nice yeah Um, it's not a doggy dog world in slither.io because you are literally snakes so it's more like snake eat snake anyone that's played snake would be familiar with slither um and the mechanics you if you run into another snake then you die when you die you turn into light which sounds a bit abstract and it is but you turn into light that other snakes can eat so your gate yeah a little bit your goal is to make other snakes run into your body turn them into light then gobble them up and get bigger what i like about that and the reason i think i prefer it over all other iterations of this genre whatever this genre might be called is because you have these moments of david and goliath where Mm -hmm. you're a tiny tiny snake and you can actually take out some of the giant snakes whereas on agar if they're big they are invulnerable invincible to some extent to all of the comers in in slither you can be the tiniest snake on the board and take out the biggest snake if you have luck and skill on your side yeah and i think that is reflective i I mentioned it was in house of cards and they sort of made it a political Uh, metaphor agar slither i think represents that political metaphor even more strongly because 
for the most part the world is dominated by the big snakes but occasionally once in a while a little snake will get lucky and have just enough skill to take on and best one of the big snakes so yeah the political metaphor fits a lot better with that game is it a metaphor for our podcast as well the small independent chippy one conquering oh i don't know no no not so far anyway (laughs) not yet (laughs) maybe one day maybe one day so slither is is a good and notable io game Uh, there are also other ones survive.io which is a pubg style 2d game Uh, pubg being the battlegrounds game uh, another uh, essentially isn't it yeah another battle royale style game and then another one that's been quite popular of recent times uh, scribble.io are you do you know scribble.io Scribble.io can be quite nice, actually. I only found out about it fairly recently. It's basically draw a thing, other people guess what you're drawing. Picture Which has various names. Yeah, exactly. So it has various names depending on who's published it and what format. So Pictionary is a board game based version of this game. You choose as the drawer, you choose a word out of three. You then do your best to draw that with the colours that you're given and then people guess it and if they guess it first they get more points than the people that guess it last. Oh, that sounds quite fun. And it happens over a series of rounds um, and the person with the most points gets the uh, win, wins the game and it's fun it also has just like the rest of the internet a few trolley elements that can sometimes get in and but they also have a kick function so uh, if you if you end up with if you end up with a sour apple is that the right way to say it or do i sound like an old man again i think it's fine if you end up with a sour apple in your game uh, then mm, i think i think crab what apple. i'm talking about is worse yeah if you end up with a crab apple in your game you can all vote to kick them and and bring your game back up to the wholesome standards that we all like to set pulp them into juice so yeah <laughs> yeah okay uh cool um, do you remember, just to finish off, do you remember itch.io? So I mentioned itch.io in the first half. Um, itch.io, for if you've forgotten, uh, they were the instigators of the bundle for racial justice last year. They're the ones that was... Was that the one that gave away, as you mentioned in the first half, a short hike and a load of other ones? Yeah, so yeah. it wasn't given away so much was it you made as a donation? it was pay what you yeah. feel. So in the same way that Humble Bundle, you buy games, you buy a bundle of games and you can pay however much you think you want to pay at the time. And that will then be divvied out however you want. So it can all go to charity if you want, or it can go all to the developers or, or so on. You can, you can split it however you like. Uh, the Bundle for Racial Justice was a similar thing in so much as you... Uh, were given a bundle of games and all of the money went to a charity, I forget which one, or a series of charities that were um, aimed at fighting for racial justice. Uh, yeah, that was itch.io. Right. And that that involved, that had, I don't know if you have that bundle, but that bundle is chock full of extremely good, extremely high quality indie games, a lot of which started off as, or were touted by itch.io or other io um other io entities and that none of that would exist without agar so and that certainly wouldn't have happened without agar mm. itch, itch wouldn't have been in the position to do what it did 
and it did a lot of good monetarily for uh, for charities. Did you subconsciously itch your nose when you said the word itch then? I keep getting it. I don't know if it was subconscious. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh anyway. Or yeah. at least produced a wry smile rather than laugh. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> so that's everything that I've got to say about Agar and about hmm. uh, IO Games. I think I, I was gobsmacked to find a, all the stuff that I found out about Agar. I just thought we were going to be talking about about a game that I find somewhat relaxing. <laughs> a little flash game. Yes. I was also I was also very surprised at the number of people playing it. You know, we're playing it on a obviously our time. It's getting on on a on just a, gone midnight on a Tuesday night slash early mm. Wednesday morning, and there's people. Was you know, it was it was full of people. I mean, obviously in other countries that's going to be their morning, their evening, etc. But even regardless of that, it's still. For it to have that number of people in, I find very surprising. Whenever you play it, you could drop into Agar any time, I think, of the day, and you would be hard-pressed not to be playing with 100-odd people. I mean, I... And obviously, you were in a different server to me. Yeah, um, And true. so I had 100-odd people, and you had 100-odd people. There will be thousands of people playing at any one time, I think. I, I don't play... I'm not into playing online games at all, and I had the same experience when we played oh, neither Mario... neither am I. When we played Mario 35, that I could not believe there was there were that number of people wanting to play Mario yeah. 35 at the same time. Maybe that is standard for games, I don't know. However, for it to be, as we keep saying, this throwaway browser-based game where you're controlling coloured circles that came out six years ago, for it to still be drawing that number of people is yeah. is quite impressive. Well, I, I should say as well, there, there are some people who are so obsessive about being the biggest and the best that they uh, employ bots to oh. play the game and then those bots um they sign in they have their cells move directly towards whoever it is that set the bot up there are whole websites dedicated to setting up series of series of bots to help you get an edge in agar well, cheat which in this, i do find yet yeah, cheat i do find that quite crazy really that there are there's not just agar as an entity but that there are so many people that are so invested in the game that that another set of people have have gone to the lengths of creating a website to create auto auto cheating mechanisms That's baffling what do you get if you win agar you don't it's a it's an endless game Oh. It's endless. So that that server you were in, it just goes on forever and ever and ever. And people drop in and drop out. So I I die, and then I enter the same game again, and the same people are in there. If number one dies, they leave the game. They come back in as a as a small cell, and everybody's still in there. If you leave the game, you leave the game, and someone else joins. Well, wow. just goes on forever. There is no win. That's a rumor, as my granddad would say. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, an head scratcher mm. yeah i kind of like that endlessness of it. It, it it's what i was saying about it having no consequences it it feels very inconsequential when you die because you're just going to drop back in anyway and it only takes five minutes to grow and even if you if you die very quickly well you didn't waste very much time so you can just jump back in and have another go yeah and it's easy to walk away from which is why it's perfect for the purposes that i I employ it for. Yeah, I agree with what you said there. The, the times I died, which were numerous, I, it was then just a couple of clicks and straight back into it as well. So, yeah, it, it's very accessible. And I, I mentioned about the mouse control earlier making it accessible as well. I do think it's it's very easy to, to get to grips with. 
it's it's a digestible game yep um so we usually ask who i'd recommend it to but i think i've made it fairly clear that i use this more as a utility almost than a game it aids turning off my brain so if you're looking to turn off your brain a little bit for 10 minutes or 10 hours this is the perfect perfect place to do it perfect way i'd maybe even suggest going on slither although i'd say maybe slither for some people would be more stressful i i got more out of slither i got more out of slither than i did out of agar personally but there you go so it would be worth trying both and then going for Mm. there's also one i find this one i don't like it at all personally but again it might be for you um zorb.io like z-o-r-b like the thing that you go in the big plastic ball yeah that is a 3d version of agar Oh, basically and you move in in a 3d world and basically you've got these big planets big spheres moving through this 3d space and they're all absorbing each other it's um it's a bit hard for me to nausea to wrap my head around yep great so there you go that's that's io games um if you haven't already explored i'd start with itch see what they've got to offer and then uh, go from there great Uh, thank you for that game ashley and thank you for listening if you've enjoyed us talking about agar come and let us know on facebook twitter instagram or youtube uh, do all the liking the sharing the subscribing the rating the reviewing all of that and we'll see you next if you time. haven't enjoyed us talking about agar don't bother letting us know <laughs> yeah standard and uh, we'll see you next time for another game thank you very much bye bye